0: With me, if you would, I'm fully persuaded. No, 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 I am fully persuaded. I am thoroughly convinced, based on God's word. There's something on me, it's called the blessing of God. There's something on me. Come on, point to yourself, there's something on me. It's called the blessing of God, it's put there by God. To empower me to prosper, to succeed, to increase, to excel, to rise above. Therefore, 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 I cannot, I cannot, I will not lose for winning. I'm a winner. In Jesus' name, the saints said, amen. woo hoo Amen. So I want to talk to you about, um, I get this title called This Same Spirit. This Same Spirit. And, you know, based on the bedrock truths. okay, God, number one, God cannot lie. After a while, you're going to be saying it back to me. His word is true, and we can trust in him. Number three, Jesus is the same and forever, and as he is, so are we. So let's, let's turn in our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Woo-hoo! little, little weak. Second Corinthians. Woo! There you go. Come on now. Somebody be with me. That way I don't have to do it myself.
1: <laughs> I like this. 2 Corinthians
0: 4, 13. We. So who is he talking about? Us, having the same spirit of faith, according as it's written, I believed. Therefore, have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Why? Because we have that same spirit living on the inside of us. And, and I, I, I wrap this around um, Ephesians 3.20 in the Passion Translation. Because um, knowing that that same spirit of faith in, is in us. And in Ephesians 3.20, it says, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you. Never doubt that. Because that same spirit is on the inside of you. Never doubt that God's mighty power is at work in you to accomplish everything. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. Why? You have that same spirit of faith that I have a tadpole slap a whale. Come on, the spirit of faith caused David a little redheaded boy, little, (laughs) to slay a giant. Showed him how to get ahead in life. Woo! He said he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream. The spirit of faith will grab that dream and say, okay, it's mine. I got this. This is my season. Come on now. That's why I can't I can't lose for winning.
1: Ah, uh-uh. I tried that before. I didn't like it.
0: Why? Spirit of faith is on you. It's on me. Amen. Your most unbelievable dream. What is it that you what's your biggest dream right now that you set over here thinking, oh, I can't attain to that? Marion had one, it was a book. Now she's on her what, third? Glory to God. What's in your wallet? (laughs) And exceed your wildest imagination. Now, come on. Back in the day, our our imaginations ran wild and we did whatever we thought we could do. What happens? We get saved and we get dignified. Well, I don't want to think too wild, you know. (laughs) Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should. It says he will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. That spirit of faith is being constantly energized. Like the, come on, that energizer bunny. Bam, 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 bam. Everywhere you go, you're being energized. Uh-huh. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12, please. Woohoo! Come on, we're talking about this same spirit. What same spirit? This is what I'm talking about right here. First um, Corinthians chapter twelve, verse four. I'm going to read it to you in the New King James because it just reads easier um, without the thou's, us's, and all that other stuff. But in verse four, it's in 1 Corinthians chapter twelve. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are diff- uh, difference of ministries, but the same Lord. You're going to see same all through the Bible. Why? Because we are as He is. So are we. Same, right? Verse 6. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Well, we're not supposed to be make money. We're supposed to be broke. Well, it says here
1: you're supposed to profit. Right?
0: Right? Thank you. Verse 8 For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit To another A word of knowledge through the same spirit Verse 9 To another faith by the same spirit To to another gifts of healings by the same spirit To another working of miracles To another prophecy To another discerning of spirits To another different kinds of tongues You know when you get saved you, You don't cuss like you used to You get a different kind of tongue Isn't that great? He said, we'll speak with new tongues. Uh, Come on, that's just free. Uh, To another interpretation of tongues. Verse 11, here's it. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he
1: wills. Right?
0: Right. Amen. (laughs) Thanks, Don. Don. (laughs) <laughs> now, in verse 11 in the Amplified, it says, all these gifts, achievements, abilities are inspired and brought to pass by one and the same Holy Spirit who, who, who apportions, apportions, whatever that word, I had to look it up. What's apportioned? It means assign. He assigned to each person individually exactly how he chooses. God has exactly chosen the gifts that he put into you for you to work out for us. Your gifts are in you, not for you to sit back and say, oh, look at me. No, no. Those gifts are in you for the rest of the body, for us. Then outside those walls, when we're walking down the street, John was talking about this. Um, when Peter came, when people came in contact with It's not a shadow, but where he was, right? And when they stepped into that, they got healed. Wherever we walk, realize that wherever you're stepping, people are getting healed because of the presence of God that's on you and in you. And all you got to do is smile at somebody and all of a sudden they're, oh, man, I feel so good, right? Why don't I feel like an idiot anymore? Praise the Lord. You
1: smiled. Let people around you.
0: Come on. Because <laughs> you ever get those people that, that are talking to you and they get too close? <laughs> so then you back up and they step forward. It's like, okay, you know what? Okay. here. See this space here? <laughs> people back you right into the wall. It's just like, okay, you know what? You need to back up. <laughs> you need to back up. And have a mint. No, anyways. But... It says, <laughs> yeah.) Second <laughs> Corinthians 4:13 and they amplified it, it says, we, "Yet we have the same spirit of faith as he who wrote, "I have believed, therefore have I spoken. See, we believe and therefore speak. What are you speak in? what you believe? What do you believe? What we speak? Should be. Amen. Now let's go to Acts chapter 15, please. And when you get there, I want you to put your finger there because we're going to flip back and forth from Acts chapter 15 to Romans um, chapter 8, verse 37. Because I want these, these two roll together. If not, you wouldn't get it. What I'm saying. What I'm saying. What you are saying? All right. Are you in Acts 15, verse 11? And then you got your finger on Romans 8, 37? Okay. Let's begin. But we... Believe that, come on now, we believe, we're believers, that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved even as these, all right? Even as they, he's talking with authority, right? And this is Peter talking. And in the Living Bible, it says, "Don't you believe that all are saved the same way by a free gift of the Lord Jesus?" And the message says, "Don't we believe that we're saved because a Master Jesus, amazingly and out of sheer generosity, moved to save us, just as He did those from beyond our nation?" So, what are you arguing about now? Flip over to uh, Romans chapter eight, verse 30, thirty-seven. What are you arguing about? He says, "Nay." In all of these things, all these things that are coming on to you, what are you complaining about? You got nothing to complain about. Why? Because we have been saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus everywhere we go. Every, come on now, everywhere, everyone we meet, we make change. So what is, a, what is the argument? What's the, what's the problem? The Apostle Paul said it this way uh, in verse thirty-seven in, in Romans chapter eight. Um, nay, nay, Wilbur, nay, and all these things. We are more than more than conquerors. Now, okay, it's one thing to be a conqueror. Imagine being more than that. You are a biggie-sized conqueror. Right? He said, I am more, we, we, I am. Yeah, yeah, I guess I am too. Yeah, we are more than conquerors to him that loved us, for I am persuaded. Come on now. He had to be persuaded. So, <laughs> that's what he's, <laughs> so what are you arguing about? I'm persuaded. Well, oh God, don't do that anymore. I am persuaded God does not change. I'm fully persuaded he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am fully persuaded as he is, so are we, in this world. Woo! Come on now. So, he said, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things, to, things present, or things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature, other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in us, in, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. No thing. Uh-uh. Zero. Zilch, right? In um, verse 37, New Living says, overwhelming victory is ours. So, come on now. Overwhelming victory is ours. Yeah. Listen to this in the Passion.
1: <laughs> yes, even in the midst of all of these things, we triumph over them all. Bam!
0: For God has made us to be more than conquerors. God made you to be more than a conqueror. God created you in his own image and in his likeness. And his likeness is what? Conquering. God has made us to be more than conquerors. He demonstrated, His and his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. His, come on now, his demonstrated love is our glorious, vi- glorious victory Not just skidding through the end. Not just sliding through, hoping we make it. No, glory is victory over everything. Everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. Nothing in the universe, which is moving all the time and getting bigger all the time. And there's nothing that can separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death. It'll triumph over life's troubles. It'll triumph over fallen angels and dark rulers in the heavens. Woo! There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. Should I say it again? There is nothing, no thing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. Verse 39. There is no power above us or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love. So why I try to run from God? <laughs> Where are you gonna go? <laughs> huh. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus the anointed one.
1: Whew. That's a whole lot of stuff there. Nothing can separate us. Not
0: a thing. Hallelujah. Let's jump over to 2 Corinthians, please. 2 Corinthians verse 1. 2 Corinthians verse
1: 1. Is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is very cool. This is a this is an attitude that we here have. We've got
0: it. We're 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 living it. Look around. Uh, in verse eight, we would not, <laughs> brethren, have you ignorant. <laughs> I would not have you ignorant, brother. Anyways, of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. Have you ever been there where it's just like, okay, you're up against the wall and this is it? But this is us. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves. No, no, no. But in God, which raised the dead, who delivered us, back then from so great a death and does deliver us today and whom we will trust that he will yet deliver us yesterday, today, and for ever. This is this new living. We think you ought to know dear brothers and sisters about the terrible trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, but we thought we would never live through it. And verse nine, in fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely (laughs) only on God. Only on God. Close the door to every other situation. He said, we learned to rely only on God who raises the dead. And verse 10, and he did rescue us from mortal danger, and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him, and he will continue to rescue us. Why? We have placed our confidence in him, and he will continue to. Continue, continue, continue. It's a nonstop deal.
1: Right? Hallelujah. He will yet deliver us. So tomorrow, he will yet deliver you. Next week, he will yet deliver you. I like the word yet. He was yet. Still. Mm, 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 mm. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans chapter (laughs) 1. Because he was getting these people fired up.
0: And that would. I got fired up reading it. Because, come on, we're all going through things. And it's like, okay, God, is there any deliverance in this deal? (laughs) Oh, yeah, he will yet deliver me. Oh, yeah, he's going to yet deliver you. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Romans chapter 1, verse 11, it says, For I long to see you, that I, might, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, to the end you may be established. To the end that you may be established. But listen to this in a new living. It says, I long to visit you so that I can bring some, to you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. This is where, this is, this is the thing. This is why we need to come together. Because it says, when we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. Right? I've come to encourage you,
1: but I need you to encourage me. Come on.
0: We so need each other. We so need each other. That's why yeah, you, can, you can watch us on, online, which is, you know, it's good if you, if you can't make it here. But um, I'm encouraging you, but you're not encouraging me because I can't see you. Right? And,
1: and so we need each other.
0: Hmm. Romans 15. Please, I like this because all through these verses and stuff that we're sharing, there's confidence in that and a surety of whose you are, whose you serve, and realize that because you're confident, you can't lose, right? And and he's saying here in in uh, Romans fifteen. Yeah, it's Romans 15, verse 29. I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. I'm going to come to you in the fullness of the blessing of the good news. But he's saying, I'm coming in full. I'm coming packed. I'm coming loaded, and it's for you. When you come to church on Sunday mornings, come loaded because it is not for you. (laughs) It's for everybody else around you. Come on, give it away. Why? So you can get more. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. The passion says, I'm convinced that when I come to you, I will come packed full and loaded. (laughs) Full and loaded. Come on. Woo! Full
1: and loaded. With the blessings of the anointed one and his anointing. (sighs) If you... I don't know if you can imagine being fully loaded
0: that there's spillage everywhere you go. That's what happened to Peter. That's why when they came around within his shadow, the six-foot circumference, because he had spillage, he was so fully loaded that he just spilled everywhere he went. And then if you stepped into that spillage, you got delivered, you got healed, you got set free. Come on. (laughs) It's very cool. It is very cool. Um, Philippians chapter 1, please. God's electric power company. Philippians 1. Verse 25. I need to do a count to see how many times confidence is is written in the Bible. Because it's it's all over there. And it, it gets all over you. Right? Because as he is, so are you. Uh Philippians 125, and it says, And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide, and I will continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith.
1: Joy of faith. Your faith.
0: Come on. Listen to this in the... uh, um, New Living, it says that uh, I'm going to help, I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. Your faith walk should be a joy. I know sometimes it's not as joyful as some. (laughs) Glory to God! But hey, in the end, in the end, we win. That's the faith part of it. That's how we keep on. on. Good anguish there. That's how we keep on going. And we don't stop. Right? Amen. Now, um, this is kind of cool. I I read this and it's like, oh man. Turn to 2 Peter chapter 1, because Peter and Paul were having the same conversation, two different chapters, but it, it was the same thing that they were talking about. And 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 to 4, and it said, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained. Like precious faith, same with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Peace, great Verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of, Christ, of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, as according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life, which is your physical life, and godliness, which is your spiritual life, through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4, whereby are given unto us. Exceeding great and precious promises that by these, these what? These exceeding great and promise, precious promises, you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, with that same thought, go over to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. Because we just read what, what Peter said, but look at what God i got to find it. I'm going, going to the Chicago Power Company. Where are you? <laughs> they stuck together. Okay. Ephesians 3.6. Now, this is, this is the Apostle Paul talking. Um, 3, six. And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews, I'm reading out of New Living, who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body. Both enjoy the promises of, of blessings. Exceeding great and precious promises.
1: The promise of blessings.
0: Are they not one and the same? Because they belong to Jesus Christ. By verse 7, by God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. Verse 8, though I am least... Deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ, exceeding great and precious promises. They're the same thing, just coming from two different voices. But he's trying to get something to you and to me that there are exceeding great and precious promises in this word when we pl- apply them that why we that's why we have this same spirit so we believe and we speak what are we speaking those same promises precious make them precious to you right woohoo verse 10 god's purpose in all of this was to use the church to display his wisdom and its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and the authority of the, in the heavenly places He had a purpose for us, and he still has a purpose for us. To display his goodness
1: to the world. Amen? Mm -hmm.
0: And yeah, like our our foundation scripture is in uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 13. We believe, therefore have we spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. It sounds like a continuation of a thing, a continuation of a thought. And as we continue in this, this is what we do. This is who we are. Right? Uh, Let's go to Mark chapter 11.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) We were talking about this yesterday. Thank you, Lawrence. (laughs) Rob.
1: (laughs) Mark 11. Are you there? Okay. Mark eleven
0: eleven, And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple when he looked around about upon all things. And now the evening was come. He went out to Bethany with the 12. And on the morrow, uh, when they were, were come from Bethany, he was hungry. Jesus got hungry. I know it's getting close to 12. Sorry. Jesus got hungry too. Verse 13, seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And he came, when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And he answered, See, that tree talked to him. The tree said something to him. The oh. tree said, Oh, no, you ain't eating nothing of me today. And what did Jesus say? No man he, he he fruit from of you hereafter forever. I mean, he done curse that thing to death. He didn't say not you eat. You're not having no you're not having no fruit today. He said forever. And the disciples heard it. He didn't think it in his mind. How many times do we, you know, we we talk to inanimate objects all the time when we get mad. Stupid car.
1: Stupid people. Some are inanimate, <laughs> praise the Lord.
0: His disciples heard it. People hear you. <laughs> when you're talking negative, when we talk negative, it never works for me. Nothing works for me. You know that
1: every time I go like this, my arm hurts? <laughs> well, don't do that. Exactly. Thanks, Greg. Don't do that.
0: Hallelujah. His disciples heard it. Uh, verse 19. When evening, when evening was come, he went out of the city. And in the morning, verse 20, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Peter calling to remember it said unto him, Master, Master, behold, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. That thing cursed as soon as he, that thing started to wither as soon as he said it. And Jesus answering and said unto him, Have faith in God, or have the God kind of faith. What is that? Speak and see. That's a God kind of faith. Speak and see. Speak it. You'll see it. Verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he says. Why is it we tend to say what we have?
1: Pronoun trouble. (laughs) We gotta flip that around. I will have what I say. That's why I said in the beginning, we shall, what was that? There's
0: something on you. It's called the blessing of God. Why? We said it. We shall have what we say. It was put there by God. Why? Because we're going to have what we say. Why? So I can prosper. Well, we prosper. We're prosperous people. Why? Because we can have what we say. Right? To succeed. Don't you want to succeed? Well, we're going to have what we say. It beats saying, okay, well, we're going to be losers. (laughs) And we're just going to suck in life. No, no, we're going to succeed. We're going to increase. We're going to excel. We're going to rise above every situation. Come on. And therefore, we cannot lose. We cannot lose. It's impossible. Why? We have that same spirit
1: on the inside of us. Same. Same. Are you laughing? Awesome.
0: I haven't heard that in a long time. Do it again. (laughs) Come on. There it is. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) This same spirit. Uh, Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Glory. This is awesome.
1: Dana, I haven't heard that in a while.
0: Long overdue. This is is great. This is, see, this is why we need to be here. If you're watching us on TV, you would not know what's going on in the back over there. (laughs) But you need to be, (laughs) you you need to see what she's doing. Actually, you need to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Romans 8:11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, and he does, and he does uh, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you passion yes God raised Jesus to life and since god's spirit of resurrection God's spirit of resurrection lives in you he will also rise up your dying body to life by the same spirit that brings life into you the same spirit not a similar spirit not a kind of like spirit but the same spirit right that very same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives, dwells, habitates inside of you every single day. Woohoo.
1: And the Word states that the Spirit brings
0: resurrection life to the mortal body. We've got resurrection life in our mortal bodies. There's sometimes when you wake up in the morning and say, oh, glory to God, I need resurrection life, right? Because we don't feel too resurrected. Glory to God this morning oh. <laughs> help me jesus and he did <laughs> um zephaniah let's go to zephaniah just before haggai i know <laughs> contents table of contents where are you zephaniah And it's just before Haggai, which is just before Zechariah, which is
1: just before Malachi.
0: Holla when you're there. Holla. (laughs) Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. Hmm. He will save. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in his... Love, he will joy over you with singing. Yeah, you already you started that today. He will joy over you with singing. Listen to this. I got a couple of different. Uh, um, and New Living says that he's a mighty savior with his love. He will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Joyful. Songs. He's going to rejoice over, rejoice, repeat his joy over you with joyful songs. Sounds like songs of deliverance. Not, no, songs of deliverance. I'm set free. Glory to God. Living Bible, are you still there? Glory to Living Bible says this, for the, the Lord your God has arrived to live among you. He's, come on now. The Lord your God has arrived to live among you. He's here. He is a mighty Savior. He will give you victory. He'll rejoice over you with great gladness. He will love you and not accuse you. Is that a joyous choir I hear? No, it's the Lord himself exulting over you in a happy song. Come on, is that good? Is that a choir? No, it's God himself. Singing over you. There's times when we've, we've, in worship sessions that have been so deep, we hear, we hear extra of all these different voices. But here it says, <laughs> no, these
1: are good heavenly voices. <laughs> but here it says that the Lord
0: Himself will sing over you. This will ice your cake. Amplified. The Lord your God is in the midst of you a mighty one, a savior who saves. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction. And in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of your past sins or even recall them. Oh my goodness, really? Okay, wait a minute. In his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past sins nor even recall them. He's got no memory of your past sins. He's not going to break. It made me happy. It did. It made me happy. He will exalt
1: over you with singing. All right.
0: <laughs> Maybe it didn't get you as much as it got me, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm a glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for that. Oh, so sweet revelation. No. No. It was like, oh, man. Come on! You mean to say he's not going to make a mention of my past sins or, or even recall them? He's not. He can't even bring it up. There's nothing to bring up. What are you going to do? Just recurgitate dry air because there's nothing to mm, up. Right. Last verse. You ready? Okay. Ephesians three fourteen to twenty one in the Passion translation. Passion. les passion. For those of the French persuasion. Chief Inspector. Verse 14. So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and on the earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and his explosive power. Woo! Then verse 17 by constantly using your faith the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and the root of your life verse 18 then you'll be empowered to discover what every one every holy one experiences that's us the great magnitude of his of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions come on that's like every every angle that you look at you're going to see a different dimension of the love of Christ no wonder when the when the elders went around the throne they were saying holy 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 because every time they went they got a different side they got a different angle a different dimension of of who God is and how great he is and all the things that he wants to do for you and for me today come on now he says, You'll be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences the, the great multitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far reaching is his love. How enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's ability. I never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and to accomplish all of this. All of what? All of what we just read. Man, he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. Your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you and me. Hallelujah. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord.